0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You are listening to Believe in the Blacklist on the Believe Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into Believe in the Blacklist on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Stacy Blackwood, and today we are breaking down episode 11 of season one, The Good Samaritan, number 106 on the Blacklist. Now, of course, this is post-Anslow Garrick incursion of the Black site, and Red is kind of getting back in charge of things. He's trying to find the person who betrayed him. And there's a new case this week. Uh, The Good Samaritan is back. It is a serial killer from Liz's past uh, when she worked on the psych unit. So uh, an interesting episode. And to be honest with you, I kind of forgot how good of an episode this really was. Uh, You know, all the way back in Season 1, of course, that's been many years ago now as we're almost wrapping up Season 8 here on The Blacklist. But anyways, back to this episode uh, Liz has a old case that she's followed for many years. The Good Samaritan. Uh, he he. The reason he's called the Good Samaritan is he always calls first responders and gives them a chance to save the victim or his victim uh, before they die. So the papers kind of called him the Good Samaritan, and uh, you find out through this episode that the Good Samaritan is somebody who. Uh, it's kind of a vigilante. Vigilante. They uh, go and uh, after uh, people who are abusive to either their spouse or to their children or you know somebody that's close in their life, and he kind of inflicts that same abuse onto them. And like I said, he always gives the first responders a chance to save that person uh, before they actually die. So in the meantime, Red is on his <laughs> kind of ferocious and uh deadly hunt to get the truth behind the incursion uh he visits with uh the friend of the guy with the apple Uh, he visits with the paramedic lady he visits with the doctor that you know was responsible for doing the injections and the blood pressure checks and all that type of stuff Uh, he visits with all them and he he finds out how they were all paid finds out you know all the details behind the operation that they knew and of course, he disposes of them rather quickly with no more questions asked. Uh, he's uh, th- this has kind of been known as Red's revenge, uh, and th- it's just a great segment in that episode where um, Johnny Cash is playing in the background, and, and Red is kind of going on his reven- revenge tour to uh, you know he, he's lost Luli. Uh, there's a lot of people from the that worked in the post office have, have been killed. Uh, he obviously feels betrayed, and he knows that uh, he needs to get to the bottom of this. And so that he finds out how all these people were paid for this job. Uh, he, he finds – he goes <laughs> – another great scene is when he goes to the guy uh, in, in what looks like a, a diner or some kind of club, restaurant, something like that, and he kind of has him tied down, and he's trying to figure out uh, which bank this guy used to, to funnel the money through. And uh, he kind of tortures that guy a little bit, pouring vodka all over him and lighting a cigar. And uh, he acts like, he, after he gets the information, that he might let the guy live. He, But he pours more vodka on him and sticks the lit cigar in a guy's mouth and, and waits for the ash to fall on him for him to burn. But Red says the the, uh, <laughs> the suspense was killing him, so he just went ahead and shot him. Uh just, just really good moment there from from uh, Raymond Reddington, and uh, you're starting to see how uh, I guess evil. Yeah, I mean, evil is the right word. He is a he is a bad guy. Uh, he is a criminal. He he admits that all the time. He's a monster. He's even admitted that. Uh, even though we, I mean, he he's a he's a bad guy that we uh, love, and uh, he. But uh, he in this moment, he really shows how dark and how cruel he can actually be and uh so he takes care of that guy he goes to see the banker um and he tells he tells him he has you know 24 hours to to get him the information of the person responsible for all this and uh the guy gives him a a, a phony name of uh i can't remember i can't remember it's an alias name for actually uh, agent Arom around most so uh, then comes, this This episode was full of, you know, two to three minute scenes that were just fantastic. You have, you know, uh, Red's Revenge, you have uh, the segment where with the cigar and the vodka, and now you have this this little segment here with Aram and Red, where uh, Red is uh, disassembling in his uh, Colt 1911, and he's asked Aram to move $5 million from, from one account to his account, uh, and make it untraceable, and and you know if he doesn't have it done in time, that that, that Red has the gun back assembled and, and reloaded, uh, he's gonna unload the magazine into a Rom's head, and and Red says, "Don't look so stricken; the first shot will kill you." Uh, just just really well written. Uh, obviously, James Spader delivers it like he always does, and and uh, uh, Amir Arison does a great job in this scene. He he is so terrified in this moment of red really kind of their first interaction uh, on the show so fantastic scene there between the two of course iran gets the gets the money moved without it being traceable and uh, i think the alias name for iran was lewis coogan of course it was a fake iran was not the one responsible so red goes back to see the banker once again in his home uh the guy gets home and red is already there and he's kind of been having a good time with the man's wife and they're they're cooking dinner stroking off and uh then red just confronts confronts him right there in front of his wife and uh his wife is all hysterical red shoots the man in the arm and uh he, of course his wife is hollering and screaming once again another great two to three minute segment in this episode and uh red tells the lady that uh, he's going to put her in the closet if she doesn't hush and She's all you know she's petrified, so she's still just crying and hollering and screaming asking for a doctor and so red shoves her in the closet and she continues to holler and he says, if you don't stop hollering, I'm gonna have to shoot and I won't know what I'm shooting at. So she finally hush hushes and red gets the answer and come to find out the person responsible within Red's organization was a man by the name of Newton Phillips. And to be honest with you, I didn't know who Newton Phillips was in that moment. I had no idea. So if and I like I said, this is I'm, I'm rewatching this. You know, as I go, I rewatched that this this morning. So I don't I do not remember a Newton Phillips ever being mentioned before. And of course, when we get to the end of this episode, we find out who New, Newton Phillips is. But in that moment, I didn't have a clue who Newton Phillips was. If if I missed that y'all let me know in the comments uh, when I post this on Twitter if, if I just missed that or if we if we were not told as an audience who Newton Phillips was before this. So Liz is still working on the case. Her and Wrestler wrestlers kind of limping along after being shot uh, in the Anslow Garrick episodes. Uh, so he's limping along trying to help as much as he can. Uh, Cooper is still, you know' they're, they're still going back and trying to figure out who the mole is and who could be responsible. Uh, for the incursion uh, Mira Malik is uh, uh, she is uh, you know they they said that she's no longer a suspect in the investigation and uh, I, kind of a kind of an interesting moment I kind of forgot about this but she kind of threw Liz under the bus um, Liz gets a call from Reddington and of course he's on the run so they're supposed to notify Cooper as soon as uh, he calls or makes contact with somebody and you know reddington had made contact with liz you know just the scene before and kind of gave gave liz a little push in the right direction on trying to find the good samaritan and mirror made i mean she didn't waste any time ratting keen out and uh that was just kind of it was kind of a weird awkward moment there that i didn't remember you know uh as i went back and watched but uh Nothing ever really comes of that in the episode, so that that was just kind of an odd moment there between Cooper and Malik when she kind of rats on Agent Keen. But, but Wrestler and Keen are working on the case, and that they, they they find out that the that the Good Samaritan is attacking people who abuse someone in their family, uh, whether it be a spouse or a child. And uh, we find out that the 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 lady from the opening scene uh, had been abusing her son and. Then they start making all the connections, and uh, they, they find out that the the only connection between all the victims of, of the Good Samaritan is the nurse that has been uh, on duty uh, each time uh, the abuse victim had been an abuse victim had been in the hospital. Uh, so it, it's a he's a nurse, uh, and I wrote his name down, but I can't find it now. Uh, he uh, he uh, happened to be on duty and took care of the of the people that had been abused each time. He's a he's a nurse who kind of fills in like a substitute teacher around different hospitals throughout the city. So uh, they finally finally put all the connections together, uh, and they're catching up with him, and uh, they they find out that uh, he is doing this because he is trying to make up for what his mother done to him as a child when he was growing up. So uh, you kind of get a little, I don't want to say you feel a little sorry for for the Good Samaritan, but you kind of gain a little bit of understanding of why he is the way that he is. Because apparently his mother was severely abusive to him, and he makes her watch each time he kind of inflicts the pain back on his victims. So very a very interesting Uh, blacklister Uh, and I I often wonder about the blacklist itself Um, this obviously Reddington didn't bring this case to the FBI this is something Liz worked on beforehand so so why is he actually on the blacklist is it because the Good Samaritan was important to Liz because she had worked on the case before I've, I've always wondered I mean we're here nearly eight seasons in and we really don't have a good idea of why each blacklister you know and, and we find out at the end of season 1 I don't want to be a, you know spoil anything here you know that some of these are connected but you know in the grand scheme of things as we look at it from you know almost eight full seasons we don't really understand you know why each blacklister is where they're at on the blacklist so uh, that that's still something that's kind of out in the air maybe we get answers pretty soon so uh, it seems like that's kind of the way the show is going here, so uh, that's a little quick spoiler there. But uh, I've always kind of wondered, you know, why the blacklist, you know, or why the blacklisters are where they where they are at on the blacklist. So if if y'all have ideas or theories behind that, uh, you know, let me know in the comment below in the comment section below when I post this on Twitter. Uh, and I really appreciate that type of interaction. So of course, Liz and Wrestler, they all catch up with with uh, the Good Samaritan there as he's fisting to uh, abuse uh, the Wilkinson man who is abusive to his wife. Uh, And King catches him and says, you know, this needs to stop here. It's not going to make anything better. And, uh, you know, he tries to attack his mother real quick with a hammer, and, of course, Liz shoots him down. So, you know, that kind of ends that case. And then we get to the point of the episode where we finally find out who Newton Phillips is, and Newton Phillips happens to be the man who is the first person we really kind of see, you know, in the pilot episode. He's the man who hands the briefcase to Reddington right before Reddington surrenders himself to the FBI. So he's kind of Red's right-hand man to begin this show. And he is the man who uh, who uh, betrayed Reddington and kind of gave the, the information that was needed and the money that was needed to be paid to the different people. So uh, we finally get an answer on who Newton Phillips is. And that, that's another really good scene when Red is you know, killing Newton Phillips there, you know, a- after he's dumping, I guess, Lulie's ashes there, uh, in-, in the water, and, uh, Red tells Newton that he'll take care of his family, that he shouldn't worry about them, and Newton says, you know, my wife doesn't have any idea what I do, uh, just kind of make it look like an accident, and so, so Red suffocates him in a bag, and, uh, I assume what's going to happen is he just kind of lets him go into the water, and makes it look like an accident that he slipped and fell or something, so, uh, What's interesting is Red still wants to take care of, of Newton's family even after he betrayed Red. So, uh, really interesting dynamic there. Uh, you you kind of see both sides of, of Reddington in this episode. You see his venge, vengeful side, and then you see you know part of his humanity wanting to take care of Newton's family and uh, make sure that they're okay with Newton being out of the picture now. So, uh, we get the end there, and, and, and Red... Goes and visits Liz at the very end of the episode, and and kind of lets Liz know that that uh, his house is clean, but uh, you know the FBI house is not clean yet, and that he's not still not really comfortable uh, talking with the rest of the task force. That he's just going to be talking with her until they get everything cleaned up in uh, the black side at the you know at the post office. So. Uh Liz says, Well, you know, where have you been all this time? And Red's like, you know, just out and about. And she says, Well, did you bring me anything? And uh he says, uh yeah, the next name on the black list, and then it cuts to black. Just a great episode. I forgot, like I said, how great of an episode this really was. I really enjoyed going back and watching this one. Uh I I looked. The next episode is The Alchemist. Uh I I remember that episode vaguely. I believe he's the one who uh, changes people's kind of identity uh, through kind of scientific type stuff. So, uh, really interested to watch that episode again and see how it ties in uh, with with the episodes that we've kind of recapped so far. I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate everybody that follows us on Twitter. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, we have I have something planned for the end of season eight. Uh, that I'm looking forward to, where we can have a bon- going to have a bonus episode, kind of recapping season eight and getting everybody caught up on where it's at right now. Uh, so, if you're new to the blacklist, do not listen to that episode when it comes out. But if you are a lifelong fan of the blacklist, make sure you do check that out. Either way, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on whatever. You know, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, Uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave us that five star written review. That really helps us in Apple's algorithm for you know promoting the podcast. So we would certainly appreciate that. You can follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music. We're on all the major podcast platforms. And also make sure you follow us on Twitter at Believe Blacklist. And my personal Twitter account is at Blackwood89 if you're interested in kind of my more personal side. So I appreciate everybody listening. I hope everybody has a great week. Y'all take care.